0: This month we are supporting family action because we wanted to support a charity which helps families who are perhaps struggling to make ends meet have a somewhat normal Christmas this year. And also, in addition to that, the charity provides a national school breakfast programme to 1,775 schools in disadvantaged communities, which is amazing. So, if you are at all able, we would really appreciate your support by donating to the charity um, because we think this is something that is really important. So without further ado, let's get into this month's exciting event. So first up, we're going to have Jack Frost and Prankmas, which is a wonderful story written by Rebecca Kinder, narrated by Sam Green and illustrated by Alec Maxwell. You're definitely going to enjoy that one. And second and lastly, we will have have yourself a merry little Christmas written by Helena Beauchamp, narrated by Carolina Bennett and illustrated by Cedric Ricciatelli. So I hope you guys very much enjoy those two stories and let's take it away, Jack Frost and Prykmas.
1: Hello, merry cool, merry Christmas. Welcome to my lovely Christmas corner. I hope you're all feeling in a very good spirit this time of year, because I've got a wonderful little Christmas story to tell you all. It's a very calm, jolly, happy Christmas story with a little bit of tension throughout and obviously a bit of Christmas magic. It's called Jack Frost and Prankness, and it's written by Rebecca L. Kinder. I hope you all enjoy. The snow beneath their green boots crunches as they walk on through it. Their boots jingle as ever so slightly with each step that they take. A mug of hot, chocolate in each of their hands, overflowing with whipped cream and marshmallows. The cold breeze wisps across the valley in front of them, freezes them through layers of thermal greens that wrap them up nice and tight. As they take in the air, they can taste the snow. More is coming. Laughter can be heard in the far, far distance, well away, as people are scampering around each other, carrying more than an arm's worth of presents. Laughter carries through the air. Young children are seen ice skating, wrapped under layers of hats, scarves, and gloves, all holding hands together. The pair continue their walk until they come to the tall doors. One of the pair, clicks their fingers and the door just opens. An explosion of bright colours and carols collide with the pair. The smell of cookies leads them further and further into the room as the doors shut right behind them. Trees wrapped in the most dazzling of lights and decorations surround the room. Toys wrapped in the most beautiful wrapping papers. They just move down the conveyor conveyor belt towards the sacks. Elves are checking each gift to make sure it's perfect. Now, in the distance, well off in the distance, a figure sat with his legs thrown in the air, his back against the bottom of the sea, his ice crown sat snugly upon his head. His long dark blue cape was thrown across the floor, and he is drumming his bootless feet against the seat. His hands are clasped nicely behind his head. Now, a young girl is carrying candy cane. She's running around, she hands them to a pair of girls and takes their empty cups. Here you go! Thank you for all the hard work! The girl snaps them up and starts to chew on them. Mint covers their tongues. As they continue to walk, humming along to the carols they can hear all around them, they come to a small, small door and they push it open. A small jingle is heard on the doors as they open. A small herd of reindeer run up to them. They stroke them as they start to rub their heads in Buddy and Pixie's hands. The girls quietly laugh as Buddy puts a carrot from out of his pocket and feeds it to Comet. His teeth start crunching down on it. Do you like that? Aren't you a good boy? Now the two elves, they just hum a quiet little song to the sweet reindeers as they're rubbing slightly just between their ears. Now, the girls, they're just smiling brightly at each other as they start to dance around each other. Moving around, the reindeers have started to sway to the music as well. Now, they start to move quickly until the reindeers are almost dancing. Suddenly, a commotion is heard from the rapping room. What's happening? What should we do? The pair run out of the room, throwing the door open as they could not believe what they were seeing in front of their eyes. The carrots drop out of one of their hands and they look at each other. The carefully and beautifully wrapped presents were slowly coming undone. The ribbon was unwrapping itself. The paper was unfolding until it laid flat. The tinsel was flying off the tree and following people around. Some were forming themselves and being thrown across the room, snowballs out of nowhere. What's going on? The young girl that had given them candy canes earlier on came running over with tears in her eyes. The hot chocolate's cold! and the mince pies are spoiled. We have presents unwrapping themselves. Snow coming from nowhere. The the, the, the tinsel, it's wrapping people up. I don't know what we're meant to do. We need help, we need to, we need to wake him up. Probably a good idea. Go and sound the bells. The young girl runs off and uh, she goes straight out of the main door. Hopefully he can help. Now they look around the room to hopefully figure it out. But everything else was the same, except Jack was flat out asleep. He'd fallen out of the chair as normal, he was on the floor. Now, that was the moment that every gift in the room just vanished. Well, one moment they were there, and the next they're just gone. Every elf just stopped, and with tears in their eyes, they just dropped to the floor. All of their hard work was ruined. In in the distance was the sound of feet hitting the floor, and footsteps making their way through the corridor, doors slamming as the person made their way through to the workshop getting closer to them, until the main doors opened and stood in front of them is a man dressed all in red with black boots, white hair and a beard. There stood Santa. Buddy and Pixie, here now and give me an update. What's going on? The two elves run over and they start talking over each other. It's cold! Ah! Uh, the mince boys! they spoiled! We have presents unwrapping themselves! and Snow coming from nowhere! The tinsel's wrapping people up!" he said. But it's even worse than that, because now the presents have completely disappeared! We don't know what to do! Said Pixie. Has anything changed from this morning that you can think of? So they look at each other, and they think about how their morning went. And then they looked at Jack, who was still fast asleep. Of course! They run off towards him and they shook Jack awake. His eyes popped open and the presents all reappeared. Wrapping up in beautiful papers and bows, the snowballs just disappeared in mid-air and cups were steaming hot chocolate once again and the tinsel was leading itself right back to the trees. Jack, what were you playing at? Why do you always blame me? shouted Jack. Because you're always causing trouble, said Santa. I didn't mean to do any of this. I was asleep. What if he didn't do anything, but it just happened because he was bald? what What if? He didn't have any control over it. You need to understand that he was asleep, said Buddy. He lost control of it, said Pixie. Can you lose something control? What? Can you lose control of something that you don't understand? Hmm? It will be okay as long as he fixed it. After, after Christmas. I'll teach you how to control your magic, Jack. The next evening, 24th of December, 2020, Jack and Santa are sitting in his sleigh. This was amazing, but why is this year so different, said Jack. Well, <laughs> 2020 was a mess and a really tough year, so there's no good or bad lists this year, replied Santa. So. So everyone just needs some magic in their lives this year. What are you thinking of? Said Santa. He just looked at the sky. Jack said, uh, I, I, I want to I try something. Something good. He looked up at the sky and raised his arms. And, when, and as soon as he did that, snow just started to fall. And he smiled. I did it! I actually did it! He said with tears in his eyes. Ho 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 You gave them snow! Santa smiled as he spoke. To all a good night and see you all next year! Ho 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 ho! Oh, I
0: loved that so much. Thank you so much Rebecca for that wonderful story and for Sam for that great narration. I loved all the Christmas imagery and all of those images of Christmas that when you're a kid you just dream about, you know, Santa's workshop and all those things. It was so heartwarming. And it's made me pretty pumped for Christmas, to be honest. Um so yeah, why don't you guys comment also your favourite um Christmas traditions or maybe some different things that you do that not everyone does? Is it like decorating the tree or decorating the house or oh, oh my, my nutcracker wants to tell me what his favourite tradition is. Oh, okay, yep. Oh. Yeah. Well, it's cracking nuts. That makes sense. Good job. Um, so, my favorite thing about Christmas, I think I'm gonna say the food. To be honest, the food is just always the highlight. I can remember the food from like five years back. Honestly, um, but yeah, comment your favorite Christmas traditions, favorite things about Christmas below. Um, and also, I really loved in the story um, what was said about you know, 2020s been a tough enough year. I don't think we need any. Naughty list this year, which is good for us all. No one's on the naughty list. Great. So, now let's move on to our second and final story for this event, which is going to be Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas, written by Helena Beauchamp and narrated by Carolina Bennett. Hi, my name is Carolina,
2: and today I'll be reading a story called Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas by Helena Beauchamp. So, that said, let's get down to it, shall we? <clears throat> Come on, Mom! I want to get to the shops and buy some presents! Easy ran down the stairs and into the kitchen where her mom was busy dusting ice and sugar over a fresh batch of gingerbread people. Come down, Izzy. I'll just finish these off and then we can go. Susie shook her head, half smiling at her 10-year-old daughter who always got excited over every occasion. Easter, Halloween, Bonfire Night, but especially Christmas. Easy started jumping up and down around her mom and the kitchen singing, Christmas shopping, Christmas shopping, Christmas shopping. With a final flourish over the gingerbread people, Susie declared, All done. Now go and get your coat and your Christmas bunny and we'll go to town. Yay! Easy ran down the hall and when Susie entered it two minutes later, Izzy was ready at the front door with her coat on, mask on, and her little backpack that held her money, hand sanitizer, hand cream, and a spare mask. Susie felt a swell of pride as she looked at her little girl. 2020 had been one tough year for them both, with Izzy being away from school and having to stay with her Auntie Jo for months, while Susie worked shift after shift as a paramedic in order to help as many as she could during the pandemic. Her main hope for this Christmas was that she would be able to have her sister and daughter safely under the same roof, but it was looking less and less likely that would happen. With her job as a paramedic, and Joe's job as a teacher, they could not run the risk of being with each other. Still, she would make the day as nice as she could for Izzy, and they would have a lovely girly day, just the two of them. The sky was full of grey clouds, and felt oppressive, like it was trying to contain the people that scurried about underneath it, as they hurried to complete shopping lists and errands. Izzy stuck close to her mom, her backpack now holding little presents for her auntie, her mom, and for her best friend, as they weaved in and out of mass shoppers. They passed shops that had queues of carefully distant people outside of them, and the sound of horns blaring from the car park streets rang in their ears. What are they making some... What are they making that noise for, mom? It's not very nice, Izzy asked. Sometimes, darling, people get stressed or impatient around Christmas because there's a lot to organize, and that can make them worried and be a little unkind to each other. Izzy looked up at her mom. I thought Christmas was a time to be kind and caring towards each other, not upset. Susie felt her eyes prick at her daughter's words. It is, but for some people, they put pressure on themselves or or others to have the best food, the best presents, and the best decorations. Christmas time is not meant to be about that. You can think of others and be kind, yes, but... Also enjoy the day and festive time how you want to, without pressure to celebrate in a certain way. Susie wondered if this little speech was not so much for Izzy's benefit, but more for her own. Come on, let's go and have a lovely hot chocolate and plan what food we want for Christmas. Susie took hold of Izzy's hand and led her to a favorite cafe, the Toasty Mug, which was run by Susie's best friend, Sandra, and her little boy Toby, who was Izzy's best friend. With warming mugs of hot chocolate piled high with cream and marshmallows and a plate of on-the-house chocolate brownies between them, Izzy helped her mom write the Christmas food list. We have to get a tub of heroes, mom. They're Auntie Jo's favorites. We can get some chocolates for us, darling, but Auntie Jo might not be able to be with us on Christmas this year because of the virus. Susie felt awful as she watched Izzy's little face drop. However, if we can't see her in person, we can drop off some chocolates on her doorstep, along with her pressies and skype her on the day. This Christmas, if nothing else, we will care and celebrate from a distance. Can me and Toby still exchange presents? Izzy asked. Of course you can. Toby, love, run upstairs and bring the girls their presents. Susie's head swiveled as she heard Sandra speak. Sandra, you, you shouldn't have. You and Toby have had it tough this year. You girls have been there for us. It's the least we can do. There, a clatter as Toby reappeared with two little gifts, wrapped in green, holy paper, and tied with bright red ribbon. Susie got a little mug that kept hot drinks warm for the night shifts in the ambulance and a pot of favorite hot chocolate, from the toasty mugs selection. Izzy got a little charm bracelet with a marshmallow charm and a little journal with a pen. They were touched and thankful for these little items. Thank you, you you really didn't need to. Susie tried saying again, but Sandra cut her off. We wanted to do this, so none of this. You didn't need to. Susie and Izzy gave Sandra and Toby their presents. Sandra, some bath salts and hand cream, and Toby got a Lego set and a little book of Christmas stories. Delights and things were exchanged, though sadly, hugs could not be. A plan was devised to Skype on Christmas Day in order to share a film, and they are departed from the coffee shop and went to their separate home under the now clear and twinkling sky, with their hearts a little lighter and grateful for their true friendship. Christmas Eve came, Izzy hung her little stocking up on the mantelpiece, a little tray was set up for Father Christmas with milk, gingerbread, and little carrots for his reindeer, and a run in the car was made to Auntie Jo's doorstep. Presents were exchanged on the doorstep, along with a tub of heroes, and a bag of chocolate cookies, and season's greetings were shouted from both ends of the front path. Snow began to fall and and settle as Susie drove Izzy back home through streets with houses that shone bright with Christmas lights, but with no sounds from carols this year. Christmas morning came and the picture outside the window looked for all the world as if it had come from Christmas card. Snowy lay in a thick blanket on the ground, piled up on the window sills, and dusted the roofs of houses like icing sugar. Father Christmas had been and chomped his way through the gingerbread and slurped down the milk. The reindeer must have been really hungry, Izzy thought, as all that was left on the carrots was the little tufts of green. The fire was lit and presents had been torn into leaving a trail of wrapping paper across the living room carpet. Susie had no trainings for Mountie Joe, fluffy socks, and a foot cream from Izzy, and Father Christmas had even left her a tin of her favorite peppermint tea. Izzy had new squishy boots from Auntie Jo, a purse to match her backpack, and a selection box from her mom and Father Christmas had left a new Nintendo Switch with Animal Crossing for her. It was the cutest game ever. Chaos now ensued as the laptop was set up on the little coffee table and Aunt Jo, Sandra, Toby, and Sandra's parents, Fred and Nell, filled the screen. Merry Christmas, shouted Izzy through her mouthful of chocolate. Merry Christmas! (laughs) Calls of Merry Christmas were shouted back through the laptop as Susie came in with a big bowl of popcorn, gingerbread, and set them down next to the steaming mugs of hot chocolate on the table. Okay everyone, are we all set to watch the height of Christmas culture that film has to offer? Susie announced teasingly. Absolutely is the one and only version of a well-loved classic that is worth watching Auntie Jo stated putting on a funny voice Everyone got settled into their chairs and sofas curled up on the blankets and with a shout of One, two, three, go! Three TV screens in three different homes in three different towns Began blurring the opening credits of The Muppet Christmas Carol Merry Christmas sweetheart Susie whispered to Izzy. Merry Christmas mom easy whispered back So a note from the order from the author sorry Christmas is likely to be an unusual one this year We might be together or we might be separate from those we would like to spend the festive season with However there are many ways that we can stay in touch and see people even if we have to keep our distance from each other There is no right way of doing Christmas this year so just do it calmly safely and have fun however you wish to. Merry Christmas and a happy new year. And that said, I also wish you a happy Merry Christmas and hopefully see you next year
0: (laughs) for past your bedtime. Thank you so much for that wonderful story, Helena, and thank you so much, Carolina, for that really, really great narration. I really enjoyed that. And I just loved the sort of discussion and the idea that, you know, this year Christmas is not going to be the same. We're not going to be able to do some of the things which we normally do. We're not going to be able to see maybe some of the people who we'd want to see or we'd normally see. And yes, that is definitely going to be hard um, for everyone, I think, in some way, some people more than others. And that is definitely true. But also, I think that as in the story, we can look to the things that we can do and the warmth and the kindness and the heart of Christmas of what it really is. and. You know, I totally agree in this story that it doesn't matter if we don't have our perfect, you know, (laughs) our perfect decorations, our perfect food, but just really looking to it as a time to um, perhaps reflect a bit more on the year and hopefully be warm with people over the internet if we can and things like that. So thank you so much for that story. I think that was a really nice reminder that there are things that we can do even though there are certain things which of course this year we won't be able to so now we just want to say a big thank you to all of our listeners for watching or listening to this event and again reminding you if you're able to please do donate to family action that would be great so we're going to be back in february with more stories but in the meantime feel free to stay posted on our social media sites and you can listen to all past events on our spotify so happy holidays we hope you have a great time whatever it is you celebrate and oh my not cracking, telling me something? What is it? Oh, he says, off you go. It's past your bedtime.